This is an RNZ podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Money with me, Mary Holm. Thanks for taking just a few minutes to listen in while Jesse Mulligan and I talk through some useful ideas about how to make your money work better for you. Just remember though, this is guidance. Final decisions are up to you. Over to Jesse. Let's go to Mary Holm, financial journalist, author and money expert. She's in once fortnight on a Thursday talking about money matters. Uh, and we've had a bit of correspondence as well, which we'll get to. Um, you're looking at why people don't get involved in KiwiSaver. Hi, Mary, by yeah, the way. Hello. Hi, Jessie. Mm. Uh, just a couple of quick things first mm. about the plastic bags, the bin line. Oh, yes. Take yeah. us back. Take <laughs> us back to this, the origins of this story. You know, I can't even remember why... We got talking about it, but no, we did yeah. and on a session a while back, um, and and how we both confessed that we weren't weren't terribly green about our kitchen bin liners. I said, um, even since plastic bags or since plastic bags have been banned, I've been buying a roll of plastic bags to use as liners for the bin. Yeah, and you said, and me I too. confessed to the same, and and so um, a, a lovely listener called Amanda in from Auckland mailed snail mailed in a bin liner for me to try. And I um, had it in my kitchen bin, and I had it there for more than three weeks, actually. Because I'm, yeah, this is that's a separate story. Yeah, well, I just Mary doesn't get through much rubbish. I don't get much rubbish that's not compost or mm. recyclable. And I pulled it out this morning, and it worked. It still worked after more than three weeks. So it was an eco-pack biodegradable bin liner, which is a free ad for them. But I had tried another one that didn't work. Because um, I think it just there's too much moisture made the whole thing collapse, but this yeah. time it didn't collapse, and so um, so that worked. So I does it? My question is, does it biodegrade if it goes into landfill? Because well, a lot of them don't, because it's anaerobic. Yeah, that's yeah, that is another another issue, isn't it? Yeah, um, Some which of those I can't answer. So-called compostable coffee cups. Yeah, unless you're using an industrial composting machine, it's yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. But good to know that it works. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your yeah, three-week-long experiments. That's a start. Yes, yeah. yes. And and the other um, little piece of follow-up was last week, when like, I mean two weeks ago, when I was talking about investing directly in shares, and the topic came up about sharesies and and whether you could invest quite cheaply in shares mm. through sharesies, and they got got in touch afterwards and said you should invest as little as one cent in sharesies, and they said that if you invest $100 in a company listed on the New Zealand Stock Exchange, it, it will cost you 50 cents in fees to buy and 50 cents to sell. Mm. So they're doing it very cheaply. Um, and so they're sort of taking over from the online uh, brokers that have been around for a long time now. Um, there's ASB Securities and Direct Broking are two of them. Uh, that And they, in turn, were a lot cheaper than going into a share broker. The share brokers are still out there, and people, I think, big investors who want specific help from a broker still go to them. But there are much cheaper ways now of buying shares. There's also another company, a, a new one, New Zealand-based one called Hatch, which is online, and through them you can buy into American investments fairly cheaply, American shares and American share funds. So I just wanted to say that, and therefore I think what I've been saying all along, which is that you really need about $100,000 to directly invest in shares as opposed to going into a share fund and in or out of KiwiSaver, but directly investing in shares, so you're going and buying shares in Fletcher Building or Spark or, or individual companies, um, 
I used to say you needed 100,000 because you need a decent investment in each one and you really need to be in at least 10 different mm-hmm. companies. But now I'm saying, no, perhaps you can do it with a lot less money than that. It, that used to be because of the, the brokerage was quite high, really. Yeah. And it just wasn't wasn't worth it. Um, so now I think maybe we can go down to perhaps about $10,000 if you've got $10,000. The key is you want to be diversified. You want to be in a lot of different shares. And so if you had, say, $10,000, you might be able to put $1,000 in 10 different shares. Okay. Yeah. So um, that's... Did you, by the yeah. by, did you hear that uh, interview on 9 to noon the other day? It might have been Tuesday, and there was a guy talking about the way in which index funds are inadvertently propping up the fossil fuels, yeah, which is I did good, hear eh? that. Yes, I did. It was a Guardian yeah, journalist, it was. I think. Yeah, it was super um, sharp. And, 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 but interestingly enough, Matt Whinneray, who runs the um, uh, NZ Superfund, was on, on this morning on on Catherine, I think it was, yeah. Um, and he commented on that and said, look, it sounded worse than it is because it's really just that the... Index fund investing is growing hugely around it the is, world. Yeah. They've all and been reading your column, Mary. They have. That's right, Jesse. They're finally, finally reading it. Um, and so, so a lot of it's just the growth of the index funds in general has mm-hmm. meant that there's more money going into all the companies, including these the the bad companies as mm-hmm. well. You know, um, N- not a question for today, but I guess there is a question of at a point does it start to tip over and start being not as good an idea if you know if there's more people doing that than actually making the decisions. Yeah, that, that is an interesting one, and I'm just going to write myself a note to Great. get onto that perhaps before the end of the year. Um, but the topic for today is why people are not in KiwiSaver. And it started out because I saw some research done by uh, a researcher at the Commission for Financial Capability, and she used something that's called in vivo. I'm not that familiar with it, but somehow or other she had a look at everything that was going on in the social media. Lucky her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they say at, don't read the comments, you know. Yeah, yes, well, well, they analyse what's going on in um, in the social media on KiwiSaver and why people haven't joined. And she's come up with a, a one-page sort of summary on, on internet discussion boards as well. Um, and there's some interesting stuff there because... I've tended to maintain that there aren't any, any really good reasons to not be in KiwiSaver, um, and that other than age. And of course, now you can actually join when you're over 65 as well, although you don't get government contributions, and you you might not get employer contributions. Mm-hmm. That's up to the employer. But um, there are a whole lot of reasons that that she has come up with. And we've got such a number, big response from your listeners as to why they're not in it or what they don't like about it that I think we might have to go on into the next session on this. Yeah, you, um, this, you asked for people to get in touch and they really did. Yeah, which is which is brilliant. And so this might have to go on. Uh, second part of it, two weeks from now, looking more at, at what listeners have sent in. But looking broadly at what the... The commission research found, uh, I've narrowed it down to seven different categories. Mm. And the first one is a sort of lack of security, a distrust. And some examples of what people said in the social media were, KiwiSaver has no government guarantees. You can lose your entire investment, just like the finance companies of the early 2000s. 
Um, and that is true. There is no government guarantee. But it's really... And, and that's because the government says if it does guarantee it, then people would go and into really risky investments. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Um, because if, if you can't lose. Um, and that would distort the whole markets, mm-hmm. really. It's not... It's not a good thing for the government to get into into that sort of guarantee. But having said that, the government is watching KiwiSaver very closely. The Financial Markets Authority and others are monitoring it very closely. And, you know, there have been some KiwiSaver providers that have got gone out of business. Not I, no, no one, because they were doing terribly badly, but I think they were just too small and decided to merge mm-hmm. with another or whatever. And what simply happens is people's money gets moved from that provider to another provider, and if you don't like the new one, you can move to any other provider. Um, so it's really... It'd be quite challenging mm-hmm. to lose everyone's money in a KiwiSaver fund. It would. It would. <laughs> it's, it's, You'd it's, have to have it all in shares, and you would have had to pick a whole lot of losers. A lot, lot of shares that went to zero. You know, yeah, um, not just didn't do very well, but had to, would have to go to zero. They'd have to all, companies would have to go bankrupt or whatever. Um, or, you know, I think some people f- fear that the fund manager's going to run off to South America with all their money, but... There's so much. There's so many regulations in there, partly because the finance companies got into trouble, you know, 10, mm-hmm. 15 years ago. I think the, the government's reacted to that, and there's so much more regulation now that, um, as I've said to you before, it's kind of like not going anywhere in a car because you, there could be an accident. You know, if you are not in KiwiSaver because you could lose some money, that's it's a bit of a... Silly reason, I think it's a paranoid reason, really. Um, the, another another one commented, I always wonder why I sometimes lose three hundred to seven hundred dollars overnight. The fact that I put money into it each week, and so does my employer, to me means it should go up and not down. Losing money overnight to me is not good for saving for my retirement, and that's because I, my guess is that person's in a bank KiwiSaver fund and so they're seeing their account balances whenever they open their online banking. Um, they might not be. They might be just going to, the, you know, because you can, with other providers, mm. access your balance. And, yeah, look, people's balances are going to go up and down overnight, They, especially if you're in one of the balanced or growth or aggressive funds that have got more shares in definitely going to go up and down and sometimes quite a lot. It's not a good idea to monitor it that closely. It, it, it goes up and down, but it trends upwards. And it's a pity to get too caught up in yeah. that, that short-term stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the, it um, seems like a lack of understanding about what the money that they're putting into KiwiSaver is doing, yes, right? They're it, not putting it, it into yes. a bank account, they're no, investing it. Mm. that's right. They're investing it in a group of shares and the value of the shares go up and down. And but in the long run, they grow a lot more mm-hmm. than your money. That's under the lack of security policy, is it? Oh, yes. Theme, yeah. yeah. Let me just pause you for a moment, Mary. Yes. Ali Ventura, um, do I need to give a clue on link three, or do you have a winner? Got it. I couldn't hear that, but I think I heard what you said. Okay, thank you. Um, okay, what else, Mary? Yes. I'm moving on to government policies. Um, one person just says that the government can make more changes any time, and that's absolutely true. And it is arguably 
not a good thing that the KiwiSave has changed as, as many times as it has. Having said that, most of the changes have been have made it actually better for people. And I think, and there are more changes coming, I'd say, because the um, Commission is is at the moment looking at suggested changes to KiwiSaver. I've actually been a bit involved in that process, and there's some really neat ideas mm. there. Uh, generally speaking, just to make it better for people, I don't think it's valid to worry that it'll make it markedly worse. And I mean, look, at the beginning, there were some higher employer mm. contributions going to be coming in, and then they took those away, etc. But... They get rid of some of the incentives, but they don't yes. ever make it a worse idea. That's right. They don't. That's exactly right. They don't like every now and then. There's a call for taking away the right to take money out to buy your first mm. home, and I just can't imagine any government ever would do that because no. it would be so, so unpopular. Well, the latest um, idea was almost the opposite: being able to use it to purchase an investment. Property. Yeah, that's yeah. right, and that's something that's a, a really interesting one that that makes more sense when you understand the idea behind it, which is people who live in big cities and can't afford to buy there but could mm. afford to buy in the provinces and they go and buy a house there but still continue to rent in the big city. And, you know, there could be rules put around that that would make that, that workable. That's something that's certainly being looked at. Um, the, another person says the fear the government will start means testing New Zealand super and those with a lot in KiwiSaver won't receive it. Mm. So means testing means they, they'll pay super only to poorer people or or less to well-off people. Um, and, of course, that could always happen. Um, and if you've saved up in KiwiSaver you could end up getting less New Zealand super than the people who haven't saved up because we just don't know what a future government might do. Mm. But as I've always said, there's, there's no government ever going to make people worse off for having saved than the ones who didn't save. In fact, they're always going to make it better off for the people who have saved because because otherwise that the message that sends to the younger people at that time when they change the policy, if they... If they um, treating the older people unfairly, younger people are going to say, oh, well, help, I'm not going to save mm. in my KiwiSaver anymore. Um, and so you can just, there's, there's some common sense things that governments aren't going to do, I, I reckon. Um, the, another one says the government will start restricting what can be taken upon retirement. Eventually they'll make your money be drip-fed to you. And that's an interesting one because currently, of course, at 65, people can get their money and do anything they like with mm -hmm. it. And some people are spending the whole lot on a trip or whatever. But increasingly, as as amounts are getting bigger, KiwiSaver balances are getting bigger at retirement, people are setting up um, regular payments to themselves or else taking a lump sum out to perhaps pay off a mortgage or get a new roof or something like that, you know, doing something pretty sensible mm -hmm. with the money. Um, the Commission and their research that they're currently looking at now are looking at ideas for um, letting, encouraging the annuity market in New Zealand, which is where you would put a lump sum from your KiwiSaver into the either a company or possibly the government and then get a regular payment until you die. Um, it might be, you know, so, so many hundred dollars a week or a month or something like that. Once again, I don't think 
I can't really imagine the government making people do that, or certainly not with all of their KiwiSaver savings. It's, I suppose it's possible they might say, with half your savings, mm-hmm. you've got to set it up as regular payments throughout your retirement. But most people would want that anyway, I would have thought. It's yeah. a good feature. So I don't personally think that's a good reason not to be in KiwiSaver. Um Moving on to, I don't know how much time we've got to do all of these. We can do some of them next time. We've got four minutes. Four minutes. So the the next one I was I was talking about Maybe was three. Um, oh, oh gosh, um, um, whether other investments are better mm-hmm. than KiwiSaver, and, and and people have been saying I'd like to go into, I'd rather put the money into my own business. And for people running their own business, I totally understand that. I mean, mm. there, some of them are really short of cash and they just don't mm-hmm. have much extra. But it'd, it'd be, it's a really good idea to still be trying to get a little bit into KiwiSaver just to get to make the most of the government. It's part of diversifying your it, Absolutely, it? yeah. I mean, that is the thing, that a lot of small businesses don't survive. And at, at that point, people are going to be really glad if they've got a bit of money mm-hmm. sitting there in KiwiSaver. And people are saying, well, I can do better with a self-managed fund or an index fund. Well, index funds are, um, you can get, index type investments within KiwiSaver it's quite a lot of just basically look at the lower fee funds because mm. they tend to be index i.e. passive uh, aka tracker, they're called tracker, index passive, all the same thing. So do the same um, investment you would otherwise do but get but the benefits of KiwiSaver Kiwi Saver, that's right yeah and, and, and any investment really you know rental property and all of them um, are pretty good but KiwiSaver takes the cake especially for employees because their money is typically roughly doubled by the government and the employer contributions and that means twice as much in is twice as much out again and that makes it pretty hard to to beat yep. actually yeah on on a risk for risk basis there are other things that might make you more money but they're riskier mm-hmm. yeah so it's got that's a fair way to compare now should we stop now or should we do one more and come back next Let's time. do one more. One, one more, more quick one. Yeah, okay. So looking at, this is a quick one. People saying they're earning too little. I just haven't got enough money. Um, um, I can't afford to be in KiwiSaver. Yeah. And, I suppose if um, you're on a benefit, it might be hard to imagine why yeah. you'd be saving money. That's right. And that's something actually the Commission's having a look at whether there's some other way to help out beneficiaries um, and help out them being in KiwiSaver. But... Apart from that, people who are on, even on the minimum wage, it's less than $20 a week to put in to get the to get the government and employer contributions. And, yeah, look, I, you know, this is always difficult. There are people who, if I say, look, everyone can afford $20 yeah. a week, we're going to get people saying, no, I absolutely can't. But I, a lot of people... I, I guess you're just can. asking people to... Um to be cognizant of how little they need to put in to yes. get the full benefit. That's right. That's right. And and even if they if they can't afford that much, go on be and you're already in KiwiSaver. Go on a savings suspension so you don't have to put regular contributions in. But then just put in enough to get uh, some money back from the government. Mm-hmm. Fifty cents they give you for every dollar you put in. And so you know even if you only put ten dollars a year and you got five bucks from the government, <laughs> which is worth something. Okay. So, yeah, so if people want to continue to send in to you reasons why they're not in KiwiSaver or reasons why they hate being in and wish they hadn't ever joined, we can look at some more next time because it, it is worth exploring. All yeah. That, I think. yeah. We've got loads already.
Yeah. Do you think you're going to have time for more? <laughs> well, we, we, we can, can never guarantee we'll answer all of we them. We can heap them into yeah. piles. Yes, we can. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, if you've got some thoughts that haven't been addressed by Mary in today's um, session, then email us, jesse at rnz.co.nz.